Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash your mind butthole, of course. <laughs> Thank you so much for your support, for you being awesome with the channel, liking, subscribing, all that good stuff. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love to you guys. And our first story comes from Am I the Arsehole Surprise In-Laws? Am I the asshole for going to stay with my in-laws after my husband told me I shouldn't be here when I tried to surprise him and get him in trouble with his family? So, my husband travels a lot for business, so we don't get to see each other as often as I would like, unless I go with him, which isn't always possible. I found out he was going to be in the country his parents live in, and I thought it would be a nice idea to fly there too, so I could surprise him and see my in-laws as well, since I haven't seen my husband since August and my in-laws since 2019. Well, it didn't go down as I had planned. The first thing my husband said when he saw me was, you shouldn't be here. And when I asked him what he meant by that, he said was that he had a meeting that he was getting late for and left. Honestly, his whole reaction really hurt, since I thought he would be happy to see me, since we haven't seen each other in so long. I ended up going to see my in-laws since my sister-in-law was also visiting her parents, and she kept telling me to come over. When I got there, they were much happier to see me, but noticed I was upset about something. They kept asking me, and I told them about how my husband reacted. My mother-in-law basically told me I would be staying with them for the duration of my visit, since he couldn't appreciate me coming all this way to see him. My father-in-law sent him a message telling him to come to their house for dinner since I was here. And when he got there, they basically told him off for how he reacted. Once dinner was over, my husband warned me to come home with him so we could talk about what happened. But my in-laws kept insisting I stay with them instead. And I ended up choosing to stay with them instead of going with him. My husband comes over every single night for dinner and is very obviously angry at me still. We did talk about it through text the day it happened. My husband was mad that I chose to stay and that I ran to tattle to his family. Am I the arsehole? Now, I'm not going to jump to conclusions on that initial reaction, but I will say not the arsehole simply because you wanted to surprise him. You wanted to show your love towards him, you know, and just give him a cheeky little surprise there and visit your in-laws at the same time as him, which I think is a nice thing to do, especially if you haven't seen your partner in such a long time. I think it's a nice thing. And whilst your husband may be shocked to see you while he's doing, while he's trying to maybe probably stick to his schedule with his work and things, I think that reaction for seeing his wife does make him an asshole. You know, you shouldn't be here and then walk out. I mean, come on now. This is meant to be a married couple, a couple in love. It's an odd reaction, isn't it? But I gotta say, your in-laws sound absolutely awesome taking you in and saying, oh, you'll be staying with us sort of no matter what and all this kind of thing. I think they sound like great people to be around. I was sort of worried. I thought that the in-laws were going to be the issue, but it didn't turn out that way in the end. But no policy says, not the asshole. His reaction is concerning and leaves me wondering if he's got a second family, a second wife or a mistress. And I also wonder if his family is aware. A one-winged angel says not the asshole. I hate to say it, but he might be having an affair. The fact that he's more upset that his parents told him off for not letting you stay than blowing you off after you decided to surprise says it all. You need to find out why he didn't want you there at all. In Girl World says not the asshole. If my husband wasn't happy to see me after two months, we'd be having some serious issues. Looney Girl says, Info, 
your husband has his own house in another country? To which OP replies, yes. Away Breakfast says, I know I'll get downvoted for this, but I, as someone who occasionally has to travel for work, I say everyone sucks here. His reaction was a bit rude. That said, he's there on a business trip and he likely has his schedule planned out. Your surprise is the travel equivalent of showing up at his place of employment and trying to take him to lunch when he already has a Zoom meeting or conference call. Then, circumstantial though it may have been, you immediately bring your in-laws into the situation. He may have already been struggling between juggling time with them and his work commitments, and then you show up and throw a hand grenade into that mix. You could have easily visited your in-laws first and waited to surprise him until he visited them because that would have been the time he had scheduled for family. MZ says, not the asshole, you weren't supposed to be there because he was visiting his mistress and second family. Noxwild says, not the asshole, your husband is cheating on you. And we're gonna finish it there because a lot of the comments, apart from that one, you know, who travels for work himself, they're all going down this road of cheating or second family or something like that, which I gotta be honest, I'm just not totally sure about that. I was kind of down the road of that away breakfast comment that says, you know, about he's there on his business trip and had the schedule planned out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying his reaction was warranted, but you know, <laughs> what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to the next one. And I hope we do get an update for that as well. And our next story comes to Believe, who says, am I the asshole for giving my daughter's vegan friend meaty meals during sleepovers? My daughter and her friend M are both 12 years old and like to have sleepovers every now and then. M's family maintains a strict vegan diet where she isn't even allowed to drink milk. Her parents are nice people, although a bit on the neurotic side. M is a bright young girl and she's a good friend to my daughter, but I noticed how much smaller and paler she is compared to my daughter. I think it's likely tied to her family's diet. So whenever she is over, I always make a big meaty meal for them. Last weekend, I made some cheeseburgers and a steak for them on the grill with a big glass of milk. M absolutely loves it and always politely asks for more, which I happily provide. For snacks, I give them some of my venison jerky. For breakfast, I typically make a big plate of scrambled eggs and bacon with a big glass of milk. Despite her size, M always wolfs down whatever I make. And I have to say, every time she leaves it, looks like she has a healthy glow to her. I know I probably shouldn't be doing this, but I think M is a bit malnourished. Nothing against vegans or anything. She knows she'd get in big trouble if she tells her folks. I think she fibs a bit to her parents about what she eats. Am I the asshole for letting my daughter's vegan friend eat meat? I'm gonna start straight away with JM Golden 33 who says you're the asshole and quotes, I think M is a bit malnourished and then says, is where I deemed you the asshole. You are absolutely judging her family and her family's diet and you're doing this out of some misguided form of activism. You think you're the hero here saving her from some injustice. It'd be one thing if you were maybe just trying to make the kid happy one time and keep it in a little secret, but you're doing this to make a statement. You're actively and defiantly disrespecting her parents. Samuel Gia says, you're the asshole. You say whenever she is over, I always make a big meaty meal for them. So you're going out of your way to make something you know M's parents wouldn't let her have based on she looks smaller and pale than your daughter. Stop substituting your judgments about how this kid is raised for her parents. She's not your kid. Care6Bears6 who says you're the asshole, you are not her doctor. This isn't your choice to make. Undermining her parents' dietary choices is going to do more harm than good for her. To jump from a strict plant-based diet to one heavy with dairy and meat and then go right back to strict plant-based, that shocks the body so to speak. 
If you're concerned about her health, talk to her parents. A pretty red balloon says, you're the asshole, not your fucking kid. You can't change her diet. To which Bob replies to that comment saying, without giving a judgment, I would suggest that at 12 years old, she is old enough to decide her own diet and whether she wants to be vegan or not. If she wants to eat meat, I don't see an issue with it. If it's being forced on her, huge issue. B says, unless you ran it by her parents, you're the asshole. It's kind that you make food for them, but why can't you accommodate a vegan diet? You don't know she's malnourished. If anything, you may have harmed the friendship. If and when the parents find out, they may not want her daughter coming to your place. You're the asshole. And let's finish up with one reply to that comment from Collins Villain who says, but is it really her vegan diet if she's happily eats meat when she's there? Her parents are vegan. Sounds like she's not. But because that's what they make, that's what she's stuck eating most of the time. 12 years old is plenty enough to decide she doesn't want to be vegan. I was allowed to become a vegetarian at nine. She's suddenly allowed to choose not to be vegan at 12. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Do you think OP's totally wrong for going behind the parents' back? Or do you think like some of the comments said, you know, 12 is old enough to choose? Not that I think it excuses like going behind the parents' back, but let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Our next story comes from JM Snow Queen titled, Am I the arsehole for asking my husband to let me use fake candles? <laughs> my husband, 35 male, and I, 30 female, just bought a house and received housewarming gifts, including two very nice and expensive fake candles that look realistic and have timers so they will turn on and off at certain times. My mum bought us the candles because she knows how much I love real candles, but she also knows my husband won't let me use real candles because he is concerned about fire safety for our house and our dog. Last night, I turned the candles on for the first time and he immediately asked me to turn them off or move them. His reasoning, they looked too much like real candles and they were making him anxious. I relented and we moved the candles out of his line of sight. Later that night before bed, he turned the candles off. I didn't notice because he went to bed after me. The next day after work, he told me he'd turned the candles off. I asked him why and I explained to him that he messed up my timer. He explained that he doesn't like seeing them on when I'm not in the room because he thinks it's a fire. At this point, I asked him if he realized that his stance on these fake candles was a little extreme and he said he didn't think so. I pushed back saying that I gave up using real candles for him. Why can't I have fake candles? He pushed back and said that I can use the fake candles but he doesn't want them to be set on a timer because it makes him too nervous. 
I pushed back and reminded him that he grew up never using candles and just needs time to get used to them and reminded him that a real fire would look and feel and smell different than these two fake candles my mum gave us. We reached an impasse in our discussion and once again I asked him if he at least realized that his position was extreme. He disagreed and said he thinks the use of fake candles isn't a necessity in life, so why do I need them? I explained that life is a dumpster fire in a flood and sometimes it's just nice to have nice things, like pretty candles on timers. He also explained to me that fire safety is very important. Our new house is in a town that has only volunteer fire department and no fire hydrants. I agreed but reminded him again that these are fake candles I'm asking him to use on a timer. In the end, I asked him if he thought that strangers would side with him or me. He thinks you all will agree with him that prohibiting the use of real candles and limiting the use of fake candles is a reasonable ask. I think you will all agree with me that what he's asking me to do is extreme. And I just noticed as well, OP's put an update down in the comments. A cheeky sneak update, I love it. But to me, you know, I feel I feel for anyone who's suffering from anxiety from, from whatever it is in life. It's never a nice feeling to have, is it? No one likes to be anxious. But we can't push our issues onto other people. I know you're a married couple, you're living in the same space. And I think you're being very, very accommodating by not having real candles in the household. Because in some ways, I think even that's too far. But you've compromised and you said, look, I just want to use the fake candles. So this is where, to me, this makes you absolutely not the asshole in this situation. And I agree with you rather, rather than your partner. And as I said, I do feel for anyone who's suffering with anxiety issues, but you've offered a real safe alternative. I'm not gonna say 100% safe because obviously nothing's 100% safe, but you've offered a safe alternative to me. But let's check out a couple of comments before we move to that update and see what happens. With Moondoggy who says, not the asshole. Prohibiting the use of real candles is unreasonable. Prohibiting the use of fake candles is downright crazy. Tell him it's time to put on his big boy pants or get into therapy. And Miss Seneca says, not the asshole. Tell him you'll stop using the fake candles if he also accepts that he can't use light bulbs either because fake candles are effectively just small light bulbs. Bright Copper Kettle says, unless your husband has a serious fire-related trauma that you have left out, not the asshole. Are you allowed to use anything else with a battery? Because if his worry is something shorting in the fake candle and causing a fire, then I would hate for him to learn about clocks or watches or kids' toys. Also, what about electricity? Does he know about ovens, toasters, microwaves, hairdryer? Stone Cat replied to that one saying, I have to disagree. Even if he does have a fire-related trauma, he is being an asshole. OP is not. I have fire-related trauma and I'm deathly afraid of a house fire. I hate candles and never use them in my home, among other things. I never leave the house with a dryer on. I've gone home from work to make sure I unplugged my flat iron, etc. And I think he's being unreasonable. His fear of fake candles is completely irrational and he needs to get help for it. The fact that he has no issue with the other things you mentioned is further proof that his fear is irrational and should not be projected onto other people. One more from Reddit poster who says not the asshole. His level of anxiety about glowing electronic light is higher than the average and slash or healthy in my opinion. You have made accommodations and he seemingly is not willing to make any. Even without a timer, how much of a fire hazard is that type of candle? Does he unplug everything else electronic overnight? What if there's a power surge in your rural neighborhood? JK, because life is life and his emotional response to be exclusively to the pretend candles. Now let's check out that little update to see what that said. Updates. He read through the comments two hours ago, so he hasn't seen all of them, but I think he got the gist. 
He laughed for a long time reading these comments because he genuinely found it funny until I point blank asked him not to laugh and take it more seriously. He said that reading the comments, he can see how, yes, he was totally in the wrong, but he didn't think he was being controlling. He just thought he needed more time to get used to the idea of the fake candles. I proceeded to call him out on that BS and we had an hour long discussion. There was a lot we covered that went beyond just the candle issue, but specifically candles, I asked him if he seriously had some kind of trauma with fire. He said it's probably partially a Japanese thing because his parents are Japanese and in Japan, people are more strict with fire because of earthquakes. So growing up, his parents didn't allow candles. But then he also admitted to me that he doesn't like the smell of candles. And so that plus the combination of fire safety has made him adamant that I not use candles. He said he didn't think he was controlling and didn't want to be and said he would get over the fear of real candles but does want me to be in the room for them. Then for the fake candles, he said he was just being dumb and I can do whatever I want with them. I asked him why it took hundreds of strangers on the internet to get him to admit he was being ridiculous because this is not the first time he has disagreed with me and refused to entertain an idea or desire I had, only to be convinced days later or weeks later by things he read on the internet or conversation he's had with coworkers. Example, we moved into the house and had a problem with our well right away and I said it was a major problem we should get fixed. He disagreed and said it was a minor problem that could wait and the conversation went dead. A month later, he brought our well problems up to his co-workers and they convinced him that that well was a priority. Then I called the well company and the dude chewed me out on the phone for not calling sooner. And I said to my husband, why didn't you believe me when I told you this was a problem? Why did you believe your co-workers over me? I reminded my husband of the well issue as another time it took the power of a group of other people to convince him. And he told me that the issue is that I don't explain things in a way that makes sense to him and or sometimes it just does take him time to get used to ideas when they are not his own. He wants me to be more accepting of him being reluctant to new ideas and wants me to take more initiative, i.e. do what I want even if he disagrees. That is a challenge for me so it's something I can work on. We talked about larger issues in our communication then and one of my failings has not been noticing the effort that he puts into our relationship. I countered that I do, but our miscommunication sometimes overshadows the good things. He then asked me what he wasn't doing and why I still get upset with him over small things. And I said to him, you know what I want. I want you to better understand me when I tell you things. I don't want to have to convince you to change your mind by asking the hive mind for advice. If I want to do something or something is important to me, try to understand why. Because I can only explain so much. I am only one person. He said, okay, he will work on that. So that's where we're at. I can use candles now and maybe real ones and he won't lecture me. And for sure my fake candles are on in the living room. It's not really about the candles though. I just want to not have disagreements and fights over stupid shit. Maybe if I have more confidence in my own decisions and he has more empathy for my point of view, we'll get better. Thank you to everyone for your responses. I always find it interesting like when I read the title of these stories like in asking my husband to use fake candles and you think it's just like a little bit of a petty thing and then as it unravels you get more it starts to open up to like a wider issue and how they're communicating with each other i always find that very interesting in these posts but what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story and this story is from objective classics titled am i the asshole for taping the picture of the person who is dumping his dog poop bags into my recycling bin directly onto the bin so everybody can see my original post got somehow removed so i'm reposting 
For over a year now, I'm noticing that someone is using my recycling bin to dispose of their dog waste. I talked to a few neighbors and they had the same issues, especially on trash days. The most annoying thing is, is that the person would put his dog poop into our bins after trash day has been picked up, if containers are out on the street. Occasionally, I would find dog poop bags next to my house where the recycling bin is, not only in it. I set up a security camera and caught this guy on three occasions. In one, you can clearly see him and his dog across the street where he took a dump and then he picks it up, walks across the street to my house, goes to the side of the house to use my recycling bin. Before anybody says, why don't you put your bins in your backyard? If bins are not there, he just leaves dog poop next to the house. So basically, it doesn't matter where the bins are. This doesn't happen every day, but frequently enough to become an annoyance. I wouldn't mind if he would at least put it in the trash bin on the day of the trash pickup. I personally have dogs and I do not put dog poop into the trash bin until the day of pickup because I cannot stand the smell. So this bothers me. I do not know this person and I've never seen him before this. A few neighbors say they have seen him frequently around walking his dog and they suspected he was the offender. However, nobody knows him or where he lives. I even contacted our HOA association asking for advice, but they could not be of much help. No surprise there. So I printed his picture with a note saying, smile, you're on camera, no dumping, and taped it to my recycling bin. You can only see this if you actually walk to the side of my house to use the recycling bin. Tomorrow will be the first day. I'll put the bin with a sign out on the street for trash pickup, and I take it, many, many people will see it. Am I the asshole for publicly shaming this person in this way? So many questions. Why is he putting it in the recycling bin for one? Do you think that, does he think that you can recycle the poo? And two, if the bin's not there, he just puts the bag down the side of the house. It almost sounds like he's got something against just you. Because why wouldn't he just go and put it in another bin? <laughs> he just dumps the bags of poo next to the side of your house. Sorry, I know it's not funny, but I've just got this picture of this guy just like, oh, no bin there. I just pop that there then. <laughs> That'll do. Dog poo stories wind me right up. Next to my house, there's like a little pathway where it's quite a... There's quite a lot of people that walk up and down it during the day, people walking their dogs and stuff like that. There's a little patch of grass just on the other side of a wall next to the drive. And whilst I don't directly own that bit of grass, it winds me up when I see people, not, not people letting their dog poo there, but when they just leave it there and I just give them the evils and I say, you're gonna pick that up. About a year or so ago, I had to chase someone with a poo bag and they actually came back and picked it up. I was gonna say to their credit, but they wouldn't have done it unless I was there. So no, screw their credit, they're not having the credit but it winds me right up. <laughs> Let's check out some comments. We have a zealous ideal who says not the asshole. He's trespassing on your property to use your bin to dump the bag. Serves him right, and in my opinion, pretty harmless to tape his pick to it. But why is he doing it? Aren't there nearby public trash cans he can use? Opie replies that saying, we have several stations within the community, specifically this, stations with dog bags and dog poop baskets for disposal. Yeah, he literally has to walk next to two to get to our street. I'm not sure what is up with him because I don't know him. As I said, I reckon he's got something against you. I'm not sure what though. Soul Daisy says not the asshole. He's trespassing. In my neighborhood, we have a Facebook page that neighbors will post a video of someone doing what you described and ask who they are so they can speak directly to them. Shadow Fox says not the asshole. That is just so nasty of him. It's not like poop can be recycled either. Since he is doing it to other bins too, sounds like it's not by accident. Is there a set time he comes by or just random? Dragon Queen says not the arsehole. This is too small though. 
put the picture on light poles where people put lost dog posters, put it on next door, blow it up and put it on your bin, your neighbor's bin, their neighbor's bin. <laughs> he is in public and has no expectation of privacy and coming onto your property is trespassing and dumping. You can call your version of 311 and try to nail him for both. I've put stuff in trash cans because the trash can is the property of the trash people, not the owners, but never recycling. And I work to find a trash can without going on someone's property. If I can't find one, I get to carry poop with me until I get home. Leaving it outside your home is dumping. What's the version of 311 that they talk about? I want to know what that is. Oh, and another little bit of waffle here. Another dog poo story that wound me up. I, sorry, I'm going off here. When I used to work for another company that was in Vista, I used to have to walk like it was about 20 minutes to get to the, the shops. And I used to go there every day just for a bit of a walk as well. Pick up a sandwich and walk back to my desk. It, pretty much by the time I've done it, my lunch was over anyway. So I'd eat my lunch on the way home. And I remember walking down this alley. There was a person with a dog in front of me and they was walking along. There's quite a bit in front of me. Their dog had a poo. They picked the poo up. Fantastic, right? I'm eating my sandwich behind. And then they didn't tie the bag up and they was like swinging it around, like literally like doing full 360s with it. And unlucky for me, the wind was in my direction. Me trying to eat my, my BLT sandwich, getting wafts of this every so often. It was, it was disgusting. <laughs> so there are a few meters in front of me at this point. I said, excuse me, can you tie up that dog poo bag, please? I'm trying to eat my sandwich or at least stop swinging it around. And they stopped and they just, they just stared at me, literally just stared at me and sort of mumbled. I think it might've been an apology. I'm not sure what it was at that point. For some reason I got embarrassed then because they were just staring at me and I just walked past. But luckily I was in front of them so I could finish my sandwich in peace without getting wafted with shit. Anyway, I got, <laughs> I went off as usual. What do you guys make of this story? What do you think of all of today's stories? If you choose to share your thoughts, would always love to hear them. A huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the channel, it means the absolute world as always. I hope you have a fantastic weekend ahead of you, whatever you're up to, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. <laughs> Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.